really realistically, you don't have enough time. You are working really hard in your business. There's not enough bandwidth for you to slow down enough to address it. Those are all valid reasons why so many visionary leaders avoid ops and team and scaling their business to that next level. Welcome to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast, where ambitious CEOs turn to transition from being the doer of the business to being the leader of the empire. I am Madeline Weick-Silva. I'll share my real-life struggles and breakthroughs as I've scaled my businesses and grown a team that run the day-to-day without me, so that now I run my seven-figure business on three-day work weeks. Join our community of visionary entrepreneurs and transformational leaders as we create lasting impact, financial freedom, and an awesome, rewarding life with a powerhouse team by your side. Hello there, visionaries. So today I thought I would answer some frequently asked questions that I get. These are the kind of questions I get from colleagues or if I'm a guest on somebody else's podcast or summit. And a lot of times these are the questions that maybe some of you have wondering, what is the big deal with this whole operations piece and why bother? It seems really boring. And so I wanted to chat a little bit about that. So one of the things is like, so why is such an unsexy topic, right? Why is operations and team and some of the magic that actually gets you to seven figures? Why is it so unsexy yet so important? And so I really wanted to chat about that because there's something that maybe you haven't thought about when you think about your operations and you think about your team. And obviously you're probably, well, maybe not so obvious, but I would say it's very likely that in your back of your mind, you may be thinking that, yes, I know I need to do something about systems or workflow operations, but it's not really what I want to spend my time doing. And it seems like this monstrosity of a project. So why even doing it in the first place? And what it really comes down to is this. You know how we always talk about that you need to embody the next level growth. You need to kind of like really get into your body about what it would feel or look like and actually be there to earn that seven figure plus business, right? And really get to that next level of impact and growth that you want to see. And we also talked a lot about, you know, the mindset that is required to get there and energetics around it. And the truth is that operations is actually the thing that allows you the spaciousness to tap into the energetics and the mindset and the peace. It gives you a sense of peace. There's no way that hustling hard, working around the clock, and just trying to keep the plates spinning and being in the weeds in your business, working day out and day in, that you have the bandwidth to actually feel the vibe of that next level growth, right? Because you're in the weeds, you're doing the things, all the things, you know, delivering, marketing, managing the team, posting on social media, doing your reels, you know, all the things that you're doing to just keep the business steady, stable, money coming in, food on the table, roof over your head, your team paid, right? And so all those things, that you are doing and spending all your time doing keeps you away from actually tapping into the energetics and the vibration and the spaciousness that you need to truly need to get to that next level. So the cool thing about operations and team and the stuff that we implement into your business over here is that 
it gives you the time and space to feel into the vibration and energetics that you need. It removes the barriers from you, gets you out of, you know, it really gets you out of being in the middle of your business 24-7 and doing the day-to-day and working all the time, right? It gets you out of all of that. And that's what's so incredibly sexy about operations and team stuff. And the reality is when you have an amazing workflow and you have a team that follows it to a T and deliver amazing results for your clients without you having to micromanage should be part of the process or run into rescue projects because they're going sideways. It puts your whole business and you as the CEO of it in flow. You tap into this magical time and space in between. And I know you felt that probably at some time in your life, right? That magical flow that just happens when the flow of life and opportunity shows up and... You know, there's all these synchronicities where you meet the right people at the right moment. The money is flowing. You know, you think about something and you want to create a new business. And the next day, the resources are there to make that happen. You get referrals to some amazing people to connect with. Everything just seems to be happening almost as you're imagining it, right? As you're imagining the next thing that needs to happen in your business, it's happening for you. Uh, without you having to do a whole lot of heavy lifting, pushing, forcing, pulling along, it just kind of shows up. It feels really easy and effortless. That's what flow is about. And operations and team is the thing that really helps you tap into flow. And if you've been listening to the podcast, I'm sure you've heard me say many times, that your business runs off your energy as a CEO. So that means that your energy, you are literally the engine. Engine, not in the way that you have to do all the things in the business, not that kind of engine, but the engine that everything else vibrate alongside to. So imagine that you humming in a certain vibration, the rest of the business kind of starts humming in unison to that vibration. Right. So the more frazzled, stressed, out of bounds that you feel, the more frazzled, clunky, messy, plates being dropped, your business becomes. And that's why there's nothing more important for you as the visionary CEO than to really tend to your own energy. Managing your own energy is infinitely more important than managing your time. That's for sure. So this is what really gives you the gift of being able to stepping into your zone of genius and really being a true CEO and leader and really a steward of your vision in a much bigger way. And that's what's so incredibly sexy about ops and team and all the beautiful things that it takes to actually skim business, okay? And so imagining all of that, right? Pretty juicy stuff. And maybe you haven't heard anyone really talk about ops and team in those kind of words and describing it quite like that. And maybe that is why so many visionary leaders avoid the ops conversation altogether, much less trying to install it into their business. And so why is that? Why is this something that we all, that so many visionaries and leaders avoid actually tending to in their business, even when we know that it matters, right? And so a couple of different reasons. Number one, it's complex. It's a lot of moving parts, right? Possibly feel really overwhelming when you start thinking about all the different things 
that may need to change in your business to be really streamlined. And so you don't know how to do it. You just don't know where to start. And it requires a totally different skill set than being the visionary, right? It requires radical responsibility. So I did a whole podcast on radical responsibility recently. So tune into that if you want to get an extra dose of radical responsibility and what it means. But this is really about results, right? So it requires radical responsibility. So let me tell you a little bit about what I mean by that when it comes to ops and team. There's a time when we step into multiple six figures or we get into seven figures, even multiple seven figures, where we kind of think like we kind of made it, right? We did a lot of things right and we get into that level of success and we're kind of excited, right? There's a level of pride and maybe a little bit of ego involved and we identify with the business growth. And so to admit that we have this messes behind, you know, hidden away in our closets inside our business. You know, it looks like, you know, a teenage dorm room behind those closets, a complete mess. Then that requires us to actually admit that we don't have it all together. And even worse, then have to admit to somebody else that we don't have it all together, right? If you're going to get help, we're dealing with the ops and the team pieces and figuring those parts out. And so it's much easier to just close the door on the closet, leave the mess in there and focus on the things that we are really good at, you know, going out and just delivering amazing services for our clients and doing reels and marketing to our audience and really connecting with people and networking. You know, those are the things that might you may enjoy, right? All the stuff that you enjoy in your business that comes natural to you. And then there's this theme hidden behind the closet that you really don't even want to deal with, right? And so you have to admit that this is maybe one of your growing edges that you really need to start paying attention to in your business. And here's another thing. There's very few people who actually teach ops and team and how to truly scale your business up to the next level. I mean, we use scale. I did a whole podcast on that too, episode on that not too long ago about the word scaling and what it really means and how misused that word is because it's being used in all these weird ways. But really scaling is all about making sure that you have the capacity to grow, which is really what ops and team does for you. It puts the building blocks in place where your vision can multiply really fast, really effortlessly, because there's this foundation in place that can hold it all. And so when you start scaling at that level, but I think that in our space, especially in the online space, there's not a lot of people that talk about this. It's not being really being taught in this structured way and in a practical way. And let's be honest, most visionary CEOs simply don't have the time for this. You know, it's a big project. It takes a lot of time and energy to build it out. And it requires you to really go deep and dive into those dark corners of that closet that you have the doors closed on all this time. And when you're super busy in your business, just trying to keep things afloat, when are you going to have time to do that, to slow down enough to really look at these things? It's almost impossible, right? So when you're looking at it, the reasons people are avoiding it makes so much sense. It's a really big project, feels like a monstrosity, almost impossible to create. They don't really know how to do it. It takes, requires a totally different skill set. 
You need to have radical responsibility and really admit to yourself that you don't have it all together and much worse admitting that to somebody else so you can get some help, right? It's not really being taught and we don't really know exactly what it means. And so it's a big unknown, right? It's like all hidden inside that dark closet. And really realistically, you don't have enough time. You are working really hard in your business. There's not enough bandwidth for you to slow down enough to address it. Those are all valid reasons why so many visionary leaders avoid ops and team and scaling their business to that next level. So right now, you can get my super simple team assessment process that helps me evaluate my current team, identify if I need to hire somebody else, what kind of training my team members need, who is worth investing in and who needs to be more challenged to grow with a company. And really turning those less than motivated team members into productive, valuating, value-adding team players. It's an on-demand five-part video series that will walk you through the whole process. It's totally free. And you can find it at hello7figurefreedom.com team-assessment-video-series. We'll make sure to add the link in the show notes and let me know. So how are some of the ways that leaders and visionaries shoot themselves in the foot when it comes to scaling their businesses and really looking at the operations and the team? For one thing, they don't have enough time. We already identified that, right? So when they dive into looking at systems and workflow and hiring the right team members, they skim the surface, right? They're just trying to just plug the holes that are literally leaking the gold, right? It's like they're in the boat, the boat is sinking, and they're just trying to plug those holes as quickly as possible. And then they keep paddling. And even if there's a few holes in a boat, they might still get to shore and that's okay, right? They do the best they can with the time they have. And oftentimes they think that technology will do the trick, right? Like fancy technology and investing in those kind of systems. So so often I go into businesses and of course, many, many leaders have spent time putting systems in place. But again, they just skimming the surface. It doesn't go really deep. They don't really think through the whole workflow from A to Z. And the other thing that oftentimes trips us up is that we hire people like us or people they really like. So, or people who are different from us, we wish that they were more like us, right? We have the expectations a lot of times that our team members should somehow anticipate our needs and that they should be just as invested in our business as we are. And they really need to get the bigger vision of what we are creating and be as committed to it as we are, which in reality is a little bit unrealistic, right? Because you are the visionary. And in reality, you don't want a bunch of visionaries in your business. You and people who are going to be able to get the day-to-day work done and actually enjoy it. That's a totally different mindset. It's a totally different personality. It's a totally different person who loves doing some of the nitty-gritty work in your business day out and day in. But there's plenty of people out there that actually would be so excited to do that work, so thrilled and feel really like they're contributing to something great. And they feel happy at the end of the day and walk at home knowing that it did a really good job for you. And those are the kind of people you really want to bring in. But when we hire people like us or people that we wish were more like us, we kind of get in our own way of developing a team that can actually run the business for us. A team that actually has our back. And 
We want people that compliment us, that does the things that we don't do very well, really well, and that can fill in the gaps. And so this is one of the ways why, Risa, is why we really look at human design and strengths finder when we hire people and also when we assess team members. Because when we first step into somebody's business and we run the strengths finder, the human design on all the team members in the business, and we put it all on this Excel spreadsheet, which immediately shows us the patterns on the team. It's so common that the CEO who has maybe three or four team members have almost all of them almost have exactly the same strengths fighter patterns, the strengths in the same areas, because they are continue to hire the same people. And so then there are big black holes in their business that nobody's tending to because it's just not on somebody on their radar and it's not in their wheelhouse and it's not in their zone of genius. So people don't pay attention to those pieces. And that's usually what trips them up and stops them from being able to scale those black holes. And usually it comes from the team is not very well balanced. So that's something that we really look at. The other thing that oftentimes gets, you know, gets complicated is that a lot of times as visionaries, we love to talk our vision out and talk to people and collaborate. And when we talk our problems out and we brainstorming, just talking, talking, right? We have an opportunity to work things out with other people. It's a really important trait of many, many visionaries. And that is really what I call a brains piece. And so when you're looking at your team, you need brains and you need hands. And the brains are the people that really make the strategic decisions. They the visionaries, they're seeing the bigger picture. They are looking at problems. They can troubleshoot them and kind of have that strategic mindset of how to troubleshoot things and fix things and move things forward. Hands are more people that just love doing the work. They love just doing their repetitive step-by-step work, getting things done. They're very methodical. They're very linear. And, you know, they do the thing in front of them. They do the task in front of them. And what I oftentimes, what happens a lot of time is that as visionary CEOs, we end up hiring a lot of brains so that we can have that strategic brainstorming sessions with those brains. And it really helps us to move the business forward and communicate with everybody. But what that also creates is that most of the time, why so many multi-six and multi-seven figure business owners are still struggling with paying their bills and getting a hand in the business is because their brains, they have too many brains on their team and not enough hands. And because they have so many brains on a team, they're oftentimes overpaying for the services. And so the brains are having to do hands tasks. And so something that you can pay, you know, very entry level salary range, you are paying a top salary for. So that happens a lot. And I see that all the time. And this is one of the challenges when we are building out the team and we start seeing the gaps on a team, it's really easy to fill those in and fix that. But you can't hire hands unless you have the systems and the workflow and the standard operational procedures in place because the hands are going to need very specific instruction exactly what it is that you want them to do, how to do it, and what is the measurement for success. Or they will not be able to figure it out on their own. They're going to need your help in setting up the structure for it. And this is one of the many reasons why so many visionary CEOs, they don't have time 
to write the SOPs. They don't have time to develop all these pieces. They don't have time to look into this. So what they do, they hire brains that they can collaborate with and have them do the hands task because they can figure out the systems themselves. And we kind of throw them in there and hope they can swim, right? They throw them in at the deep end in the pool and see what happens. And so this is the many ways that visionaries trip ourselves up, right? Really shoot ourselves in the foot when it comes to scaling our businesses and really getting into the ops and the team pieces is the fact that we skim the surface. We think technology is going to do the heavy lifting and we invested a lot of fancy technology. We hire people like us or we wish the people we hired were more like us, right? We hire brains instead of hands and we overpay for our team because we don't have the SOPs in place that we can actually delegate the task to hands. And so these are the things that oftentimes keep visionaries stuck at that multi-six-figure range for decades. I was just talking to a business owner the other day, and for 14 years, she'd pretty much been at exactly the same place, about 350K a month, a year, 350K a year. And she has a phenomenal service, incredible knowledge, but because she doesn't really know how to hire and train and find the right people, and she doesn't feel like she really have the skill set. She's been successful at hiring brains to work with her in business, but it also means that she's not as profitable as she would like to be. And she hasn't had any success and doesn't really know how to hire the hands, the people to actually do the work day to day in her business and how to figure out what tasks she can delegate to them and how to break it down in a succinct order so you can delegate it. You know, when I had my insurance billing service and practice management company, you know, I was able to break down each component of the billing cycle as a job description and put each team member in place to work on something very deep and narrow. So traditionally, insurance billing companies, they would have one team member manage the whole billing cycle from A to C for a certain number of clients. And what I did instead is that I took my team and I divided out the billing cycle. So each step in the billing cycle, I hired one team member to do. So for example, we had somebody who verified insurance benefits. We had somebody who did all the data input on decoding. And then I had somebody who actually did all of the payment posting when the payments arrived. And a, you know, a bunch of people who did some follow-up on past year claims to make sure the claims that weren't correctly processed did get processed and paid. And so we had this process where each team member was really deep and narrow and we had broken down the whole process in a very minute detail so that these people could just sit there and they could do verified benefits over and over again all day long, right? And do a phenomenal job at it and be very specific. And they became expert in that deep and narrow job that they had in front of them. The other thing that happened was that now, because each team member was dependent on the other team member to actually provide the work ahead of them, it created a self-managing team. So if this person didn't do what they needed to do, then the next person couldn't do their job. So they were constant in communication, my team was, to making sure that everything was moving forward and they had everything that they needed to do. And so it created phenomenal team spirit, a self-managing team. Nobody could like drop the ball without anybody else noticing. They keep the whole business and everybody was incredibly knowledgeable in their skill set. So this is an example where I took something that's highly skilled 
you know, insurance billing is highly skilled. It's almost at the, you know, it's pretty much at the level of, and the CPA doing taxes. It's incredibly detailed. There's a lot of legal stuff around it. And if you don't do it right, the doctors that you're billing for could end up in a lot of trouble, right? So it has to be done correctly. A lot of the compliance issues with insurance billing. We took something incredibly complex. We broke it down into these minute details and really were able to deliver impeccable delivery on the back end simply by breaking it down and having starting salary range people do the tasks. And doing this for your business is key for you to have an incredible, successful business going forward and profitable. It also really helps you to scale. It makes it a lot easier to train people, makes it a lot easier to bring people on board, and you create some redundancy within your team. So think about how could you do that for your business? What are ways that you can simplify and really multiply the success that you already have? That is really the challenge when it comes to scaling. So I hope this was insightful about the things that trips you up when you're thinking about scaling your business and why it might be a challenge to you. You know, find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, under Madeline Wyke Silva. I'd love to connect with you and let me know how all of this is landing with you. If you've been tuning in to the podcast, I'd love to hear how this is working for you. And if you had applied any of these strategies that we've been talking about, I would love to hear from you. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in to the 7 Figure Freedom Podcast. I hope this episode sparked a shift in perspective to help you amplify your impact, income, and freedom. Schedule a call with me today. You'll find the scheduling link in the show notes to take the first step towards gaining clarity on how to bring your vision to life with more ease. I'm looking forward to reconnecting with you next week for more insights, inspiration, and innovation. Check the show notes for additional resources. 